studio for one week, one week only. UFC 288 has finished. How many hours ago, girls? What time is it? It's 9.14. 9.14, so three hours off the back of the main event. Sterling gets the win, which means I get the belt because I predicted Bilal Mohamed and El Jermaine Sterling. I almost predicted Jan. Movsar fight obviously got switched, so we couldn't predict that. And Kron Gracie, we both picked him. So I'm the new holder of the UFC MMA in charge belt this week. It stays with me for four weeks, a month. And, uh, well, it comes to me this week. It's been gifted to me by the old holder, Kells. I'm going to be Former, former champ. Former champ, Mikel. The, the inaugural champ, the first ever winner of the pay-per-view predictions title yeah, for yeah. MMA in charge belongs to me now. The pod is mine. I'll, I'll go back. I'll chat to my team and make the adjustments. Who's your team? And we'll come back. Don't worry about my team. You got your, you got research team. <laughs> you need to go with oh, him this week. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll be back in the gym <laughs> doing a strength and conditioning training. We're going to be back. The gym don't for worry, us don't worry. Is, is UFC Fight Pass. Watching, <laughs> predicting, doing that research on the computer. Yeah, the yeah. gym is UFC yeah. Fight Pass. Yeah. <laughs> UFC 288 has just gone down so recently. We just couldn't sleep. I haven't slept. And um, I think we should just go straight to the main event. Usually we build it up, but it's just finished. I've seen 99% of the press conference. I didn't catch the last bit of Aljo's just because I was getting to the studio. Um, but what a week of MMA we've had. Over like the last six, seven days, I've been building up to this one, but also buzzing about Conor McGregor's little thing in BKFC. BKFC last week was amazing, by the way, just for the MMA fans that are hardcore listening to this pod. But we're sticking with UFC 288 as it's just gone down. Kels, run us through, first of all, what did you make of the main event? Who did you have winning that? Because it was a close fight. I wanted Henry Cejudo to win at the beginning. That was my prediction I made. And I, and I came with the strong points, but the strong points didn't fight for me in the octagon. <laughs> Al Jermaine Sterling, he got the W and he deserved the W. He won that 3-2. I know some people were saying Suhudo could take it, but in my eyes, even though I wanted Suhudo to win, Al Jermaine, the funk master Sterling, he deserved to get the W and that's what he done. Retained his title, the only bantamweight to retain it three times, it puts him in a conversation as one of the greatest banterways in UFC history. The greatest. If you beat Cejudo, you are up there. You're up there. You're high. In yeah. the sky. Almost as high as Cejudo. If you beat the man, you're almost the man. Cejudo even said it himself in the post-fight preference. Is he is he up there on the same level as me? You all you almost are. Because he's beaten Amala Marais, yet yeah, decent. And obviously he did knock out Aljamain. But look at Aljamain's record. He's starting to pad up. The Petter Yam win is very strong. Corey Sanhagen was a good fight as well. TJ Dillashaw beat him as well. Aljamain Sterling hasn't got that Demetrius Johnson on his record. But if he keeps on fighting, beats Sugar Shaw and maybe even goes and fights Volkanovski. He said he's going to retire after those two fights. In yeah, he said. Before. But he, he's, yeah, he's up there as one of the best bantamweights right now. Let's talk about the fight, though. Okay, so d different rounds are scored in different ways. For me, one and five, I think you'd give to Cejudo. In between, yeah, there was dominant rounds for both fighters. What were the strengths throughout, do you think, for, for either fighter? You go first. Well, what do you think won Sterling or lost Cejudo the fight? How did you feel? I'll start with Sterling. He, he won that fight based on his persistence on the wrestling. 
He didn't try one takedown and maybe stop because at times Suhudo did get the takedown defense. He, he was able to get out of it, but he kept on going. That's what you got to do. That's even a life lesson. Just keep going. Don't give up. And it resulted, and it was one of the factors that got him to win. Also, his size, his size, and the, the reach advantage he had on Suhudo was a big factor because Suhudo was just swinging and missing. You know I mean, he had short arms. But yeah, I say the size of of uh, Sterling, mm-hmm. his his um, reach advantage, and his persistent in the in the wrestling was what got him the W. His persistence in the wrestling, yeah. I honestly thought Cejudo would have um, an easier time dealing with the wrestling of Sterling. One thing I predicted going into the fight was that <laughs> Sterling would win, but also <laughs> the fact that he hasn't been in there for three years, Cejudo. And Suhuda's last three wins came inside the first three rounds. Going in there, the activity Sterling had, just he's going to aid him if he wants to tire out Suhudo going five. The last four and five would the rounds that he put the pressure on. And in fairness, the fifth one Suhudo actually got. But all you had to do is wear, wear down Suhudo. He's not active. Not everyone can do what John Jones does. And... Um, Sterling played like the perfect fight. Cejudo wasn't the Cejudo of old. Against Marlon Rice, we saw him go down. And for a second, you're thinking he's in big trouble here. He came back and he stopped him. This fight, he didn't show... He didn't prove himself. He didn't push the pace at any time. No one was really fantastic. I didn't necessarily love it watching the fight. It wasn't the most enjoyable, was it? It was a, it was a chess match, a physical chess match. High level. High quality. IQs through the roof mm. yeah that's why maybe the fight wasn't what everyone expected because when you get two top quality fighters it's not like he's fighting a Sandhagen or a, a, a out of date <laughs> expired Dominic Cruz he's fighting the best in Cejudo you can still give him the credit he deserves the best of the best and then Sterling who's the current champion like it, it was a high quality uh, skilled chess match but it wasn't the exciting High-quality yeah, chess matches cool. that we've seen before with Shevchenko and things It's not like going to be a, yeah, let's, let's trade it out, let's go to war. It's not going to be like a Max Holloway when he said, yeah. Yeah, let's go, let's trade it out. No, it's going to have to be a lot of thinking because they've got to make adjustments in the actual fight. Because even even before the fight, Aljamain's going off fights from three years ago that Cejudo's yeah. had. So he's going to he's gonna have to actually get it, be able to, understand what Suhudo's going to do, understand his manoeuvre, understand his feints, his little tricks inside, on the go. Yeah, as on as for any fight, but it's just more difficult because he hasn't got as much to work yeah. off necessarily recently. So Suhudo could be coming with a whole new package is what you're saying. And also the fact that he's been working with the new people, I'm sure that's what you're alluding to when you say that. So, yeah, for me and you, we both have Sterling winning the fight, but... Um, what do you think Cejudo can do from this moment onwards? Do you think he should retire? Um, he's been saying, oh, I need to watch the fight back. He's saying, obviously, I speak to his missus. Because he, he, huh? he, he, he did say that he might sit down because obviously he's got another kid on the way. So congratulations on that one. But he, he didn't perform. He, listen, he, he didn't get knocked out by Sterling. It wasn't like a, a, like a knockout or anything. He took it to a decision. He, he portrayed a very good performance. I, I hear Brandon Moreno wants him. He said he'll, he'll, he'll even move up to Bantamweight and fight him in Mexico City. So who does say he doesn't want to fight in Mexico City, but he's not against fighting Moreno. Um, some people even say that he could he could fight Marab. 
because so you yeah, because Marav he's not he's not trying to fight for the title long as long as Aljamain's champion. He didn't get knocked out by Aljamain. There could be a possibility <laughs> he could fight Marab. He could. I'm not saying he should go in, but there's a it's there on the table, man. Let me talk. Let me talk. Can I have my can I go? Marab Proceed. Why? What is the point? Why would you stay at Bantam White? Moreno, why would you go back down to flyweight? There's nothing to do there. No. Bantamweight and flyweight. No, now he's not going flyweight. He'll go up. Flyweight. Oh, you're saying Moreno would come up? Yeah, he'll go bantamweight. But what's that? What's that got for Cejudo? Cejudo won. The whole point of Cejudo coming back was to become C4 to fight for the featherweight yeah. belt. He wasn't allowed to do that and fight Volkanovski straight away. He had to build himself back up at bantam and then go straight he, to featherweight. There's nothing there for Cejudo at he, bantam. He's not going to go. If Cejudo stays go in this sport, unless it's Sean O'Malley, he will not fight. Um, anyone else? He's, he's not. I don't see him going. Featherweight. He's only fighting featherweight from now. He's not. He's, what's he gonna do there? Though? He's not gonna take. He the wants belt to become C four. He's he not gonna build get the himself belt. up. He's Arnold not. Allen, Calvin Qatar, get a couple of wins at feather and then fight. Then for he's the belt. gonna go Volkanovski and he and C4. he's gonna. He, he will, I don't think he'll beat him. Well, it's a better shout than yours, mate. I don't think he'll be, mate. I'm just saying what the, what the press are saying, mate. Yeah, this <laughs> is what they're saying. Nah, I'm, I'm saying, not, yo, that's it, a suggestion on the table. I don't. I don't think he'll he'll beat Volkanovski. Because think of Volkanovski went up to lightweight and fought yeah. the best lightweight in, in Islam Makachev and he he all, people say he beat, he won yeah. but Islam retained his belt and yeah Volk's a big he's, featherweight he's big and he's strong Cejudo's a fucking old he's so small he's short you know when I see him on, in, in the article I think well, this guy's short yeah he's short but that's that's where Sterling used yeah, that's the, what I said. the height and reach to his advantage as, yeah, as you mentioned the thing is with Sterling, he has a couple of options. He can't fight Marab though. Well, that's one of them. Sean seems like the logical one and the one that's going to happen, though. Yeah, obviously. Sterling, it's got him next. It's got Sean O'Malley next. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Sean. Yeah. I think he'll beat him. You think he beats him? Al Aljo will beat um, Sugar Sean. Interesting. If, if it stays on the feet... Then he's gonna make it a bit hard because we know Sugar Sean. He's got very good body kicks. He's got his striking's very good. If Aljamain wrestles, takes him down, because we haven't seen uh, Sugar Sean's jujitsu or ground game too much, but from what I saw yesterday from from Sterling, if if it goes into a grappling wrestling fight, yeah, the Union Dell straight out of New York, he's got it, man. I couldn't agree with you more though. Sean O'Malley didn't even beat Petter Yan. Yeah, he didn't. That's why. That's why, but because... So well, how do you think he's now going to go in a fight and beat Sterling? No, it's he's not. not he's not. I agree. I know yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to people that think Sean's got a chance. I think he's got no chance to nah. beat Sterling, personally. If... That's why I love this sport, though, because I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, but I just I don't see it. Like, he, his win was not convincing against... It was a decision. Styles make he, fights, yeah, but... Yeah, I feel like he, he might... He even lost that Petty Yan fight. So... Yeah. And Al Jermaine's dealt, dealt with Petter Yan Listen, already. So. I'm going to watch that Petter Yan fight back tonight because I've watched it twice already. But sometimes you just need you just need to re-watch it and just double-check you, you're looking for the right thing. Sometimes you need to be looking for one fighter. So the first time you watch it, you're just watching to enjoy and you might score the fight. The second time you look to, to almost give Petter Yan the benefit of the doubt and then the third time give Sean O'Malley the benefit of the doubt because it's difficult to sometimes score fights. Sometimes you have biases. Even as a judge, you think that someone's got more power so you judge that shot as a significant one. This is if, from a judge's perspective, difficult for a Sterling 
coming up against Sugar Sean because he's going to have a lot of pressure on his shoulders as well. But that seems like the logical step. September, he said in the um, octagon, I don't know if it'll be later than that. Yeah, Dana but said uh, he, was Brooklyn, in, he was in Boston. But, oh, sorry, uh, Boston, Boston, which yeah. is New York. And Sterling can't fight in New York because he's got uh, two spots on his brain from like potential trauma or something in, in, the, in the past. And he still hasn't been given the license to fight in New York yet. So, uh, Boston, obviously, Jesus. yeah. Is that no Boston's New? Is not Boston? No, that, New York. no, Boston's Massachusetts. Brooklyn's New York. Oh, That's, Boston's yeah. not New York. No, no. no. <laughs> Damn. All right. John no Cena's ends. John Cena's ends. Yeah, Boston, Massachusetts. Boston. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. maybe John Cena will walk him out. Who knows? Either way, yeah, Sterling with the win and uh, surprising to a lot of people. I feel like. The three-year layoff was the the thing that gave it away to me versus the activity. But the thing is with activity, before we go on to the co-main event in the sport, is it just works differently with different people. Yeah, definitely, man. One thing I will say, give Al Jermaine his props because people like to sugarcoat his wins saying he's a paper champion. But he's he's just beaten. He's not now. Yeah, he's giving his respect because he dealt with Cejudo now. I believe he'll deal with Sugar Sean and... That would mean he, he would have defended his belt four times. No one has done that in the Vantamweek division. <laughs> <laughs> right then. No one's done what Bilal Mohammed's doing as well. Tearing up the division. Okay. Remember the name. All right. Someone by the name of Leon Edwards has done it in a very similar way. Hear this out. Leon Edwards, who was expecting him to go in and beat Kamara Usman? In the same way, going into the Nate Diaz fight, everyone was like, oh, I want Diaz to win. Everyone in the Usman fight, oh, Edwards is going to lose. In the second Edwards Usman fight, Edwards is going to lose again. Bilal Mohamed has a lot of shades that remind me of the Leon Edwards come up because no one wants him to win. No one expects him to win. He's turned into a bit of a heel as well. Yeah, yeah, but I think, I think he needs that. He, need, he needs that. He needs to... Because some people say he, like, he has boring fights... He, um, he has no personality. He needs to promote himself. Yeah, so him being a heel will, in a way, get haters on your back. Because if you've got haters on your back, people are going to want to watch you lose and you just keep winning. Imagine you keep winning. No one can say nothing. People just, oh, yeah, but he done this, but he done that. But that fighter's old. But that fighter had an injury. Mate, he, he came to fight me. We, we fought and I beat him. How about that? That's the thing. Like, last night, Gilbert Burns going into it more active than anyone since Shamayev and his come up and the way he won multiple fights in however many days it was, minutes, hours. That shook up the world. Gilbert Burns tried to do that and fair play, credit to him, but the fight itself was all Bilal Mohamed. Yeah, definitely, man. 5-0. It was 5-0. It was, it was dominant performance. I know I said Gilbert Burns has better grappling than, than Bilal Mohamed, but look what he done. He went and attempted a takedown and injured his left shoulder then it messed up his whole game plan for the fight and then Balaam Mohammed was just constantly just kicking him with body kicks injuring that left arm and then Gilbert Burns was fighting with one arm he had no jab he could only really throw the kicks and throw a punch but Balaam Mohammed was strong strong his kicks to the arm led the dance it set the whole pace of that fight the injury for me well, not even for me. It literally ended it. As soon as that um, happened, I think it spelt the end. And it's such a shame because of the run that Gilbert was on. It's almost like he didn't need to take the fight. Yeah, man. Because like, you could see him during the fight. He's just there shaking his left arm. like He's trying to get the pain out. Make the pain go nowhere. Because Bilal Mohammed's just going to kick it again. He's just going to keep kicking it. That's what he done. And Bilal Mohammed, his takedown defence was strong. 
I think it's I think he's got like ninety two point seven percent takedown defense, which is I think the second best in the UFC. And it, and it showed every takedown that Gilbert Burns attempted. It was shut down by Bilal. Remember the name, Mohammed. And now you got maybe you got to start remembering the name because he's coming up. His next fight is a title shot, whether it be against Leon Edwards or Kobe Covington. He is fighting for the welterweight title. You gotta respect him now. Everyone was saying his own his biggest fight was against Sean Brady. He knocked Sean Brady out. We want to see him against someone in the top five. Well, he done it against someone in the top five. Some people's favorite fighters in Gilbert Dorino Burns. He got it done. Five nil dominant performance from Bilal. Yeah, I can't lie. I'm extremely happy with the way he performed. And the the thing for me was that they're both. I don't even want to say unknown quantities because that just sounds ridiculous. But they almost haven't been tested that much because the welterweight division is full of like. I don't want to say gatekeepers, but nearly guys like the guys that Gilbert and Bilal had been fighting beforehand. They've they've only had a couple of names where you say, "Oh, okay, you can you can measure him up to that." Because even with Gilbert versus Kamza, Dana White and UFC are obviously going to promote him, but we don't actually know how good Kamza is. He's fought Kevin Holland after Gilbert Burns, and then before that, he's fought a bunch of gatekeepers. That, that were meant to build him. We don't actually know how good Kamza is. He hasn't had that fight yet. Yeah, man. Yeah, even if he was to fight Diaz and meet him, Diaz isn't the guy, though, is he? He's just a fun fighter. If he was to fight... Um, <laughs> now, Gilbert Burns was a good measuring stick for Chimaev, don't get me wrong, but we need to see him in, like, a number one contender fight now. So if he was to fight Bilal after that win, I think just gives us more of an idea. Um, he's third. He's third in the rankings in the world division. Chimaev. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? But that's what... We'll, but we, know, we know he's got something. We just, I just want to see fights? it. I want to see it because he talks on interviews. I'll smash this guy, smash this guy. I want to see I want to see you smash, smash him. Smash. Smash. Smash, smash bros. bros. L- listen, and that's what they're doing with the, the Coco main event. Yarn, Shao, Nan promoted very well as well. He looks like an old Chinese fight with oh. her versus Wei Li. Wow, Props. what a performance. Props. I mean, talk about a knockout, but talk about a... I mean, Jessica Andrade, what was she doing? Do you know what this fight reminds me of? When she fought Zhang Wei Li and she put her tat on the line. She she rushed out and then Bisping was was like, Andrade, she has to fight in her pockets and bang! Mm. She's on the floor, Zhang Wei Li, <laughs> give me that belt. This was, this was so... This was so, like, it was the same. She similar. came, similar. that's it, the word, similar, it was so <laughs> similar, man. What she, did you get in English? Huh? <laughs> I got a five, I got a five. Yeah, what about you? Mavsar Ever, nah, nah, I'm joking. No, to be honest though, that's the thing, like, oh, so we both called Jessica Andrade, but she looked amateur last night. Oh, I said, this is, this fight was so similar to the genre, really. She came out rushing and she got clipped, the same thing. Zhao Nam was just jabbing, jabbing. And then she tried to rush her. She had to rush her and then you got slapped. You gotta take your time. This this is not um someone who's 15th rank, 11th rank. This is top six. She, she went for the um I think it was the right hand or the left, I can't remember exactly. Three times. And the third time Jan capitalized. It was and, just oh, it was plain stuff. It's, it's it's annoying because she just It was she looked amateur when she, she did she that. Just, yeah, because she actually didn't learn from the Zhang Wei Li fight. He's done the exact same game plan. You lost. Why are you going to do the exact same game plan? You're going to lose again. I mean, round one. It, it was round one. She lost, mate. Yeah. <laughs> she was knocked out. That's what I'm saying. Like, to be doing that is just ridiculous. Because. I don't know what she expected to happen there. Because she went and beat Amanda Limo, standing triangle. Brilliant performance. Puts her 
in front runner for the title. Now she goes and loses. And people know in UFC, it doesn't matter where you're ranked. Anyone can get a title shot. Now, now Zhao Nan has won. Chinese fight in China. Imagine that. Big, big Zhao Weili versus um, Zhao Nan. What a fight that will be, man. Incredible. That's one of the biggest fights in China. Revenue. Yeah. But to build that market, as much as we say that, yeah, that the UFC want to make it happen and they've they put Yan Zhao Nan in this spot for this to happen and you can't really do that. Da, da, da. The women's division's light anyway and it makes so much sense and it's yeah. exciting. They, they want it to happen. Chinese female strawweight title in China. Crazy. Those are the big nights that we crave. That is it's a big, big night, man. Hopefully it can happen this year. Dana hasn't actually confirmed it fully enough. They, they, they haven't they, said Dana, that will Dana be wants that. It, it will be. That's though. in the book, yep. Talk to Hunter. Tick, yeah, tick, yeah, tick. Exactly that. Mavtar Evlov, Evlovev, Evloev. Ilaviv. Nah, listen. Mosvati, man. We're not here to pronounce names, but we should get that right for next time. E- anyway, I think it's Ilaviv, Ilaviv. Even Joe Rogan struggled to pronounce it. But anyway, Diego Lopez was a warrior last night. Great fight. And to be honest, it was, for me, the most exciting one. It was fight of the night. But certainly of the main card. Let's not talk Matt Frivola. That was probably the best <laughs> knockout. Nah, the Diego Lopez of last night. For that to be his UFC debut, credit Strong. to him. All credit Strong. to him. Strong. You know, you know what the best thing about it was? The best attribute in that fight. The best strike. Three in one haircut, mate. You see his hair? He's got like, the money with the fade and the, 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 the comb oh, over. His fringe. Mate. Smell. He was ready for that. He was ready. If I win, three different pictures, three different haircuts. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Nah, but he, he put, he, he had heart. Like, the he had like four submission attempts. There was like a Kimura. There's a knee bar. There was a triangle. I think there was even an arm bar there. Crazy. And credit to Ielev. Similar to what Mohamed Makayev went through. He was able to hold, get over that pain threshold and get out and get the W. I think the knee bar. Dang, just that's an ankle lock. I don't think Mavsar felt that one to be fair because he he just went nah. Yeah, he just like, like, he shook his head. But there was definitely a couple of times with the um the Kamora. Yeah, I was thinking, was hey, hey yeah, you sometimes the commentators over exaggerate though because it doesn't actually look like it's inside, and you tell you can tell that he's running out of gas when he's like choking him on the squeeze. But uh, yeah, but I, I didn't actually expect it. Like there was the first one, the Kamora. I thought that was actually gonna make him tap, but. I think the commentators do over his head a little bit sometimes. So I was sat there like, is this, is it, is it, is it in tight? But um, what a fight though. And Diego Lopez, like all props to him. He came out looking like a rider. Mavsar came out looking a bit more amateur. He said after Ramadan and all this, but but Bilal Mohamed came out and won. (laughs) Beating Gilbert Burns, who's been on a tear up and fought during Ramadan while he wasn't even eating during the day and drinking during the day. So... I mean, each their own. Like, Gilbert Burns got injured in the world. Da, da, da. Mavsar, I think, came out looking worse. Do you know what I mean? Maybe it was a thing of, he's not ranked. In fairness, Mavsar took it on short notice as well. Yeah, five, five, five days. Five yeah. days. But I think maybe, maybe he's thinking, this guy's not even ranked. I was meant to fight a ranked opponent. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't have to go full throttle. But that's a mistake. Another day, you could end up losing if you take it that lightly. Yeah. 17-0 though now, so... I mean, he goes on to bigger and better fights. He called out, he said, uh, Korean Zombie. Did he say Qatar or something as well? 
a lot of big fights for him in who, the featherweight who division. Who called out? Um, was it Paddy? Oh, that was um, yeah, that was um, Matt Frivola. Yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, brilliant. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a moment. Did we cover Cron Gracie? No, we didn't. No, no. He was really he, um, he was rubbish. He was he was UFC one. <laughs> that was a nineteen ninety five throwback. This Gracie man, I know I know your family big influence on on UFC, but he shouldn't be opening the main card. That should have been. I know. 1993 the, the, the when UFC started and Gracie won. The Gracie, I know. that was what it felt like last night. Oh man, he shouldn't. He shouldn't have kicked off the main card, man. That was a poor performance. It's like he didn't want to be there. He just came there. Yeah, got to check. Yeah, I'm gone. I'm gone. Yeah. Was... He said in the build-up something to do with money, needing money, etc. Not word for word. I need money, but it made me think. All of the stuff he was saying in the build-up, he was so bad with the media as well. He didn't even want to be there. He was just thought, okay, I need to get a fight. I need to get some money. I haven't really trained that hard. I'm just going to try and submit him. I'm good at jujitsu. Let's see what I've got. Charles Jordan, though, was like, <laughs> fight of my life. Big opportunity. Don't let him ground and pound me. Yeah. Don't let him submit me. Don't let him use his jujitsu. Landing some beautiful shots in round one. Kran almost had the chance with his jiu-jitsu in round two. Yeah, bits here and there. Charles Jourdain throughout, though, got back up to his feet, played his striking beautifully, better fighter throughout, dominated the fight, did what he had to do, embarrassed Con Gracie. Con Gracie is um, the grappling. That was... Like, Even the grappling was mid? If it was an iPhone, it would be on iOS 3. <laughs> it's so outdated. Like, that, that skill, yeah. like, you have to... Time over time, you have to evolve and get better with the times. You can't be. It's twenty twenty three. You can't be rolling with an iPhone three, and that was Con Gracie's wrestling. Mate, you need to have at least an iPhone ten. And his wrestling was so poor, and it was so outdated. Yeah. Update the system, mate. Because even in like you talk about, he was bad with the media. Even on embedded, when Suhudo was signing the posters, he was just some. Angry guy, yeah. he was like, I'm, "I'll come back when he's done." Yeah, like, and Sudo came on nice vibe. You're right, bro. He was not trying to interact. He was like, he's "Trying to think, yeah, I'm Gracie. I need to talk to just you." Just comes across a bit, yeah, a bit, bit arrogant. Yeah. Like, just calm down. You're coming back. Just calm. Just be nice. But it's Look, almost like that's that's adds to my point of like, he just wanted to be there, and I get it when you're cutting weight. Just uh, eating, as as, yeah, you can, as you can imagine, haven't even slept yet. F hungry, thirsty, all of that. But <laughs> if you're Kron Gracie and you don't fight like that, you're not really trying to get to the top. He didn't want to be there. He didn't. Want, he just came there. Then to get signing the check. posters on fight week. It's not really. What are you doing? You know, certain fighters. Like if I was in the UFC, I'd be signing everything. Yeah. In every interview ever. He just came in for a quick check. Might not have trained. Doesn't look like he trained at all. I've got a skill and my family are the best of it. I'm one of the best jiu-jitsu um, guys in all of America. My surname's got Grace in it, mate. You can't just turn up in yeah, 2023 man. and expect that to win you fights anymore. Yeah, he he got in he got in the main card because of the influence yeah. that his family has. But he didn't perform. He didn't perform, yeah. man. 2023, listen, you got to be an all-round fighter, which is exciting for the future of the sport because it doesn't mean it's the best wrestler wins anymore. If you're if you're like 
even if you're a Khabib, you have to drop Connor for him to yeah, yeah. submit Connor and make it easier because he was like a da da da. Update the iOS. It's evolving. Evo- <laughs> yeah, update your update your iOS is the moral of that story. But that started off the main card and to headline the prelims. We saw Matt Frivola, Drew Dober. We we mentioned some prelim fights sometimes when they're good. Dangerous. And we mentioned this one. Didn't we mention this one, eh? Oh, we mentioned this one. We said it was going to be a cracker. No, we said it was going to be a, a ball fest. Decision. Dangerous. Nah. nah no, <laughs> Drew Dober, Matt Frivola. I mean, everything you expect from that, it just delivers. That's what you need to get people. I mean, talk about getting people to want to buy the main card. You put that on the fucking headline of the prelims, mate. Knockout hey. incoming shortly. The right hook from Frivola. Oof. Uh, drop <laughs> Drew Dover on the floor Have a fist to end it He mm. said what? I'm not ranked I'm about to be ranked 12 years since Drew Dover's been stopped 12 Yeah Well it happened I was 10 <laughs> 10 years old And this man was knocked out 12 years later Run 1 288 Boy. I mean The guy was winning. Drew Doble was putting some blows, putting some bangs in his head as well. Favola took a few. That's why it was such a fun fight and fun victory for Favola as well. And I'd expect Paddy to accept that fight because Favola gets hit. Paddy gets hit a lot as well and he'd be worried about that. But it's a a built-in fight now. Look at Favola's last fight. That, That sells it to the casual audience that Paddy already brings. That's a big fight for Paddy, and I think, obviously, same division. Um, why not? Maybe a little bit too soon for Pimlet. I don't know. He's coming back from surgery. Maybe you'll need a warm-up because some, sometimes UFC will... <laughs> we actually do go on about this too much. They build fighters, yeah, we get it. <laughs> People are listening like, fucking Aljo, you say this every week. But, yeah, maybe they could give them to Paddy end of the year or something, have a fight before that and then fight for Vola. Actually, I don't know when Paddy's going to be back. I don't think he knows at the moment. He's had surgery recently. So, interesting call out. It makes sense. Maybe in the future, who knows? But I like Matt Favola, what he did last night. I like Drew as well. That's why they say, keep your hands up, man. In boxing, you got to keep it there, shield it. Mm. Drew Dober didn't shield it. That's why he's on the floor. That was a great knockout right there. Yeah. Bang, right hook, hammer fist. That's what you do when you want to make a stick. When you're not ranked, that's what you do to become ranked. Yeah, interesting one as well. Women's strawweight fight between Marina Rodriguez and Vima Jani Droba. She's the one who walked out to Island Boys. Island Boys. And uh, and Errol Hawani's got him on his wall, her, uh, <laughs> on his wall forever because, yeah, she's just a legend for that one. But Marina Rodriguez beat Jan Zhaonan. And lost last night. So let, let's see how Jan does against Whaley. I don't think Whaley will be um, phased by that. I no. think it'll be a good yeah, fight. Whaley, Whaley Obviously, will, she's got Whaley. the power to hurt Whaley. And but it's Whaley's so similar, got the power to her. Yeah, So similar. 100%. That, I remember when I was doing my prediction, I was saying, Jean uh, is so similar to... Styles-wise. Yeah. yeah. So Styles style, make fights and this one's going to be a cracker. Stylistically, yeah. A lot has been made of last night. Sterling versus... Um, Sterling versus Sugar Sean, Bilal versus Leonor Colby, Yarn versus Whaley. There's a lot of fights that have been made now. Even Moon M- Mavsar was lining himself up with the likes of Korean Zombie. So, yeah. Even uh, what Charles? No, oh, no, no. Uh, Frivola and Pimlet potentially as What's well. His name? Uh, the Russian Dagestan. 
Oh, he yeah. knocked out Phil Hawes. Yeah, yeah. He that called was... out Bo Nickel. Yes. I mean, Bo Nickel is the guy that people want to fight, but... I, I don't I, think Bo Nickel, he's not ready I yet. think it's one of those call-outs where you do it in front of the mic and then behind closed doors you ain't accepting that fight. No, I feel, I feel... no one wants Bo Nickel. No, he'll fight him. Do you reckon? Yes. I can't wait to preview next week, Rosenstrike. I think uh, he wins <laughs> and he knocks his opponent out. Um Balls and strike. Heavyweight fights are always exciting. And um Yeah, like um Braxton Smith yeah. and uh Porter. Braxton Smith came out, yeah, I got I got round one finishes. He got tired. Almeida's got actually a really tired. good fighter. Yeah, he is. Ranked number twelve versus ranked number eight in, in Rosenstrike. Who have you got? Don't worry, the belt's not on the line. <laughs> I'm going up for the belt, don't worry. June eleventh. Rosenstrike. I made us good. Okay. But I just feel, just feel Rosenstrike, he's, yeah, he's got something in store. Well, you hear what we have to say about that fight because um, I feel a stoppage. You have a stoppage as yeah. well. I wouldn't be surprised if I made a put him in a little choke or something, but yeah. I think Rosenstrike will, he'll get the job done. Okay. Yeah, we'll be talking all about that next Sunday back in studio as well, which will be good. Okay. It's episode eight. It's nine, mate. We had two last week for the people. Oh, yeah. So it's we, nine, we was lagging a bit. 20 minute, 20 minute here. This one, though, was special because last night in New Jersey, I regained I the lost title. my belt, but don't uh, worry, I'll be back. Pay-per-view predictions, but also Bilal Mohammed put on a great performance. Performance. Sahudo came back and just wasn't up to standards wasn't the man he was talking out to be triple c will stay c4 seems to be far away further away than ever